Hey guys, this is the C3 Church Malmo podcast. I am believing God will speak to you today and that a greater level of faith will be unlocked in your life. For more information about C3 Church, go to c3malmo.se. God bless. So, morning church. I'm Pastor Cristal. I lead this church with my husband, Matthew. And um, before I start, I just want to say we've missed one announcement. Um, we are going to have a parenting seminar. I think the um, date there is the 22nd of April. It's a uh, 23rd of April. It's a Saturday in March. Sorry. <laughs> so that's why I'm not service leading. I, I just preach. <laughs> I get it all wrong. But anyway, so in, a, in two or three weeks' time, save it in your diaries. We are going to have a parenting seminar. I really want to encourage you to come to this. Um, it's um, Pastor Terry and Marianne is going to present it. And I've asked them, I've invited them. Um, and you can sign up for that on our QR card, on, on our website, you can sign up for that. But I've invited this couple, uh, they, they are our overseers, so we have other pastors overseeing us as well. We're not just here doing our own thing. Um, and they are our overseers, and they are such an amazing couple. They have raised children that are now grown up having that has their own children, and they're still in church, loving the Lord. And so you have so much, we have so much to learn from them. And I've invited them because out of all the people I know, I think they're probably the best couple to teach us and train us into raising our children. And she has been speaking about this topic uh, many times before. Many people has invited her to speak on this topic. So I want to encourage you to really... Um, make an effort to be here. There'll be um, lunch served as well, and we'll just yeah, just have a good time. You'll be having an opportunity to ask your questions as well. So I hope I have done a good job at selling this to you, because really I would think this is an event. You, if you're a parent, that you make a plan that you are there. And then while I'm busy advertising things here on the stage, <laughs> I'm, we have foundations. And I also want to really encourage you to join Foundation. It's, it's starting this Thursday already. You can sign up on that with a QR code as well. And this Foundations, is, it's, it's for new believers if you're new in faith. But it's actually not just for new believers. It's for everyone in church. Um, and when um, Justin and I was preparing for this, going through the material again, and I mean, my faith was stirred up again. So I really want to encourage you. To, to join that, to sign up for that, even if you've been a Christian for a long time, because there's always something more that you can learn. So make sure that you sign up for that. We're gonna, it's going to be over two evenings that we're going to host that. Okay, so that was the announcement. <laughs> so now for the preaching. So we are um, in a preaching series, and I don't know, we've been doing this for a few weeks. I don't know if you guys can tell me, what is the preaching series that we're in? I was at the back. Oh, okay. So, Lord, teach us how to pray. And we're nearly at the end of the series. Um, and today I'll be speaking about listening, listening to God. Because I don't know if you know, but praying to God is not just us coming with our list of requests. It's actually also listening to what God has to say. Because I think many times we go 
with our requests, and we forget that God might actually want to say something to us as well. So we're going I'm, to, I'm, through this message, I want to help us recognize God's voice, to recognize when He is actually speaking to us and to start acting on that. Because listening is not just hearing, it's also then doing what that person says, it's acting on it as well. Like my kids, you know, um, they hear me, but they don't necessarily listen to what I say. And I, had a, I have an example just of this. I have many examples of those. But this week, we went um, skiing. So we took a two-day skiing trip for the first time as a family. And, um, yeah, so we had a few incidents on the skiing trip. Now, one of them, <laughs> one of them, um, so I, I leave Dylan um, with our bag, um, the skiing equipment and so on. I say to him, just wait. So it's right at the end of this trip. I'm gathering everyone and we're about to go. So I, I say to him, stay here with the skiing equipment. I'm just going to go fetch our bags. And the bag was maybe at the end of that hall. It was not very far away. And I walked there. When I turned around, Dylan was just gone. With all the bags, I don't know how he managed to carry everything, but everything was gone. And I'm like, I was so stressed. It felt like an hour. I was just looking for him. I couldn't find him. And I thought he was listening to me. I thought he heard me. I mean, he was nodding, yes, but he didn't do what I said. So listening is not just hearing. It's also doing what the person says. Now, I'll just put Dylan just to... Um, you know, I, I realize that I, as a parent, also have to make adjustments. Maybe I should have had him repeat after me what I said. So it's not, it's not just him that's wrong. I know that I have, I have wrong there as well. So I'm trying to work on my parenting skills. So I'm going to the parenting seminar. Um, yes. So we can sometimes hear but not necessarily listen. So I want us to learn to listen to God, not just to hear God. Because I wonder how many of us actually do what Dylan did to me, to God. We say yes, but we don't actually listen to what God is saying. And God still speaks today. You know, because we have many stories in the Bible where God has spoken to people, like, uh, amazingly. And I'm thinking, oh, I wish God would speak to me in that way. No, but God actually still speaks today to us. We just need to learn to recognize his voice. And I wish sometimes it would be as obvious as it was in the Bible times. But it, he does sometimes speak that obviously. We just need to recognize it. And we are all designed to hear God's voice. God has designed us to have an intimate two-way conversation with him. So like I said before, Prayer is not just us coming with our requests to God. It's a two-way conversation. Because I think sometimes often our prayer life is more like a voicemail instead of like a call. You know, you just leave your message to God, like hoping he's going to, you know, do what you said in your voice message. Um, so, like I said, and, and, and the other thing is God, hearing God, it is normal to hear God. It's actually abnormal and dangerous not to hear God. So we as Christians, that's one of the trademarks as us as Christians, is that we hear God's voice. In Exodus 33, 
um, it says that Moses sp- spoke face to face to God, like one speaks to a friend. And I long to speak to that, like God, like one speaks to a friend. And Jesus says as well, a man shall not live by bread alone, but from every word that comes from the mouth of God. So we need to hear God. And we've been going through this prayer series where we, uh, one of the lines in the, in the Lord's prayers, uh, where Jesus says, Lord, give us our daily bread. And that is our daily bread. Our daily bread is, is receiving what we need for that day. So it can be physical things, but I believe it's also like a touch from God. Spirit to spirit, where he speaks to you, where you hear him. That is your daily bread as well, not just your physical bread. You need a touch from God, a conversation with God every single day. And as Christians, we should recognize God's voice. Jesus says that he's the, um, that we are the sheep, and the sheep recognizes his voice. He walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they know, know his voice. I'm the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and they know me. John 10. So Jesus is the good shepherd. He knows his sheep, and the sheep know him. We hear his voice. So that is, like I said, one of the trademarks of a Christian is that we hear God's voice. So when someone phones you and you don't know the number, you would say, okay, hello, this is uh, so-and-so speaking. And the other person would say, hi, this is Bobby. So he'd introduce himself. But when you've built a relationship with a person, the person's name comes up on your phone when they call. So you don't have to do all the introductions and all of that. The person knows you. You can just say hello and, convers- and continue with the conversation. And that's the same with God. If we have a relationship with him, we can just step into a conversation with God. Just like sheep recognize his voice. Okay, so very well then. We, as Christians, are designed, we are, or people, are designed to hear God's voice. And we are designed to have a relationship with him in a two-way conversation with God. But how? How do we do this? And I know you might have seen these people. Some people just seem to be better at hearing God's voice. It seems like they just have God on Wi-Fi all the time. They're just picking up his signals all the time. Um, And for other people, it might be more difficult. And even if you've been a Christian for years, there might be stages in your life where you feel, oh, it's it's just more challenging to hear God at this, this stage or the season that you're going through. Um, And God speaks to all of us in different ways. So I want to encourage you not to compare yourself to another person, because God speaks, God has made each and every one of us different. So he speaks to us in different ways as well. You know, some people, it's more mystical. It's dreams and visions and um, that type of thing, Uh, angels and so on. But other people, it's more practical. Uh, the way he speaks to you. And I mean, he can use any form to speak. He used a donkey to speak as well. He can make donkeys speak if people don't want to speak for him. 
He can speak through children. And even unbelievers. I remember when I was um, in the hospital at a stage, uh, one of the unbelieving nurses, she was prophesying over me. She, obviously, she didn't know she was prophesying. I knew she was. Um, but she was speaking on behalf of God, and she didn't even know it. So because God can speak through anyone in anything. So we just need to tune into him. And like I said, some people seem to be like on Wi-Fi picking God God. God up all the time. And then there's others, um, maybe more like a cell phone call. You call God. He has your number. You have his number, and you occasionally have a call. And then there's other times, maybe in your life, where it feels like it's like snail mail. It's like a letter in the post. It's very rare. You feel so frustrated. Um, So what I want is to, how do we get from this snail mail to actually a call with God? having a conversation with God instead of the occasional letter in the post. And um, one of the th- key things, I think, is just recognizing God's voice. To recognize His voice and then to act on it. Um, so I want to help you today to recognize God's voice. And the more you start acting on that voice, the louder this voice becomes. Uh, one of the times, one of the first times I actually recognized God's voice, because I used to hear God's voice, but I just didn't know it was God, uh, because I didn't recognize that's how He speaks. And like I said, He speaks to everyone differently. Um, years ago, I went to an a, a, um, outreach, and on this outreach, we were placed out um, to go and preach and teach at certain churches, and we each received a topic that we were supposed to preach about. And mine was words of knowledge, and I've never had a word of knowledge before. Well, I didn't know I had a word of knowledge before because I didn't know how to recognize it. Anyway, so now I had to, to teach on this, and I was asking God, okay, he needs to give me one before I actually have to teach on this. So... The night before I had uh, this teaching, um, this one lady comes to the front, and she wanted me to pray for her, uh, for her sight. And while I was praying for her, this thought came into my head. And I remember the story in the Bible where Jesus spat on the ground, took the mud, made some clay, put it on the blind man's eyes, and he could see. And I just brushed that idea off. I mean, we were in a hall. There wasn't any ground. And I'm not going to put spit on her eyes. Um, but eventually, out of desperation, I, I did that. And I was obedient. And a miracle happened. And then I realized, oh, so God can speak to me through my own thoughts. He can remind me of things, like maybe that I've read in the Bible. He can remind me of Scripture. He, he can speak through, to me through my own thoughts. But then we just need to learn to discern when is it God speaking and when is it my own thoughts. So that's the journey of learning. And the more you step out in faith, uh, the louder, like I said, that voice becomes. The more clear it becomes. When is it God and when is it me? But it still requires faith to do that because you're never really 100% sure unless, you, of course, you hear an audible voice or something like that. Um, you're not, not always 100%, 100% sure that it is God. So I'm going to give you some ways later how to test if it's God or not. 
Um, but I think many times we think God, we expect God to speak in some spectacular way, you know. And when he speaks in a normal way, we don't really recognize it. We, we miss God because he sounds so familiar. And the thing is, God created the things that we think is normal. He created that. So that's what he uses to speak to us, normal things, normal ways. Um, if we go to uh, 1 Kings 19, um, you read that scripture there? Now, this is when um, Elijah was fleeing for his life. And um, he was hiding in a cave. And then the Lord said to him, we read there from verse 11. Uh, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass you by. And then a great powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood on the mountain, on the, at the mouth of the cave. And then the voice said, what are you doing here, Elijah? So the Lord was in the gentle whisper. I think that's how God mostly speaks to us in a gentle whisper. It's not in the obvious wind or the earthquake or, you know, the fire. We normally think he should speak like that. But he speaks often in just a gentle whisper. It might be like, I have this idea. It might be an idea that comes into your head while you may be having quiet time. That God puts a thought in your mind. But often, it's actually during, I found, during when I'm distracted. I've heard God speak to me in the kitchen when kids were running around me. I'm chopping up vegetables, and then God would speak. So it's not always in our allotted quiet time when we think it's convenient for God to speak to us. He can speak to us at any time, through anyone. We just need to be aware of how he speaks and recognize his voice. In another way, I've just, uh, when I, we were worshiping, I just remember this, that God can also speak to, how he speaks to me is through corporate prayer as well. So I want to encourage you to come to our prayer meetings is because that's the one way in how you could recognize, start recognizing God's voice. Because when you're praying at home, there might be thoughts and things popping into your mind, or if you're a visual person, pictures that come in your mind. And you don't know if it's you or is it God or, you know. But when you're in a corporate setting, praying corporate prayers, you might be having this idea or this picture, and there will be someone else praying that same thing. And that would be a confirmation for you, like, oh, this is actually God. So this is one way in which you can train yourself to start recognizing God's voice. Like, how does God actually sound? How does he speak? But now, if I have to test if it's God or not, I ask myself two questions. Is this like Jesus? Is this something Jesus would do? And secondly, what is the worst that could happen? If it's going to be a disaster, 
I need to pray about this. I need to consult other Christians that I trust, ask them advice. And a general rule of thumb, if it's harsh and heavy and very directional, it's probably not God because God is he's very gentle in his ways. But it's still, like I said, it's going to require you to step out in faith. You won't always be 100% sure that it is God until you step out in faith. And another person in the Bible where God spoke to that person and he didn't even know it was God. So I want to encourage you by this. This man, then he was a child, God spoke to him. He didn't even recognize God's voice. And he ended up becoming one of the greatest prophets speaking on God's behalf, hearing from God. So if you're sitting here today and you feel like, oh, I don't really hear God that much, I want to encourage you that you can get better at this. Uh, So this boy was Samuel. So we're going to read out of 1 Samuel 3. The heading there, um, so I'm reading from the New Living Translation. The heading there in the Bible is, the Lord speaks to Samuel. So meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. Now those days, the message from the Lord were very rare and the visions were quite uncommon. And then one night, Eli who was almost blind by now, had gone to bed. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was sleeping in the tabernacles near the ark of God. So see here, Samuel was sleeping in the presence of God. And then suddenly the Lord called out and he said, Samuel. And Samuel said, yes, Uh, what is it? And he got up and he ran to Eli. Here I am. Um, Did you call me? And then Eli's like, no, I didn't call you. Go back to your bed. And this happened another time. And Eli sent him back to bed again. And then Samuel um, did, and, and then it says, Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he has never had a message from the Lord before. So the Lord called him a third time. And once more, Samuel got up out of his bed and he went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? Then Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So he said to Samuel, go and lie down again. And if someone calls you again, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed. And the Lord came came and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replied, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So the encouraging thing for me is God kept speaking. Even though, you know, Samuel got it wrong, he kept speaking. So don't be afraid to miss God. He will keep speaking to you. And the other thing is that it was a familiar voice. God doesn't sound strange. He sounded like the old man next door because Samuel was, that was what Samuel could relate to. He sounded like someone that was familiar. So it wasn't a strange, spooky voice. Like I said, God uses the things that we consider as normal to speak to us. God can use lyrics on the radio to speak to us. He can use anything. And, you know, Samuel gets it wrong. And even Eli gets it wrong. But God doesn't stop speaking. He keeps on speaking. 
So it is not always that easy to hear God, but God keeps on speaking to us. And how do we get better at this? How do we get better at recognizing God's voice? How do we go from snail mail to cell phone? Now, Eli, the older man, he eventually got caught on, and he's like, oh, he realized, oh, it's God speaking to him. God speaking to the boy. And then he coaches Samuel. He teaches Samuel how to respond, how to hear God's voice, what to do. So that is one of the ways. It's it's important to spend time with people that you know that hear God's voice. Learn from them. Ask them questions. Ask them how, how did they hear that? How did they know it was God speaking to them here? So to spend time with people that, that you can learn from. And if we continue reading that passage and that scripture from Samuel 3. Um, now the heading in my Bible, um, again, New Living Translation, it says, Samuel speaks for God. Now right in the beginning, remember, it said that the word of the Lord was rare in those days. So God was not really speaking. People were not really hearing God. And now it says that Samuel speaks for God. So what happened there in between? What happened in between this time is that first, Samuel had to recognize God's voice. He had to learn to hear God. He had to sit with God and hear from God, recognize his voice. And then he could go out and speak on behalf of God. And the thing is, we are all ambassadors of Christ. We are all called to speak on the behalf of God. And in order to do that, we need to make time to sit and listen to what God has to say. And Jesus often says, those with ears, let them hear. And like I said, listening, it's not just about doing. Uh, It's not just about hearing. It's also about doing. So what Jesus, I think, means there is don't just listen to my words, but also do what I tell you to do. So how do I know, um, like, you know, how do I know for sure that it's God? Because people have done some crazy things and say that it was God speaking to them. Now, how do I discern that? I mentioned one example already, but um, you can use the ABC principle. So A is for advice. So get advice from Christians that you trust, that you can see their life bears fruit. Ask advice. Secondly, B is the Bible. You test this word that you've received. Is this in line with the Bible? Is this in line with the character of Jesus? And then C is just common sense. God has given us all common sense. So use your brain. Use your common sense. Does this make sense to you? So that's the way that you can uh, filter and see if this is God or not. The ABC principle. So how do we get better at hearing God? I would say that, the, the, well, the only point I've written down here is to slow down. Slow down. God, we can't really hear God that well when we're so rushed and so busy. We need to slow down and make time to be with Jesus, to sit down and hear him. But like I said, he can speak to you even when you're busy, but it's just easier to hear God 
when you're slowed down. And in EHS, the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality course that we have, there we've learned, um, you'll learn this principle where you take a minute of silence before you, um, you just take a, a few minutes to be quiet in God's presence to allow him to speak. So that is one of the, the ways in which you can quiet your mind so that you can easily, more easily hear God. But what the danger with that is that it can just become, you know, another religious thing that we do, that we just tick off. Okay, now we've taken our minute of silence and then jump right back into the meeting and forget all about God. So the idea is to take that minute of silence, quiet your thoughts, quiet your mind, and then go into time of prayer or worship or just being with God to connect with Him. So it's not just to go back to your own agenda. It's to position yourself in a way so that you can actually hear what God has to say. And taking the Sabbath as well, taking a bit of longer time just to be quiet and hear from God. So try and slow down. Because there's a, there's a danger that Jesus might walk into your town and you won't even know that he's there. You know, I wonder in the biblical times, Jesus walked into towns and there might have been people that didn't even realize Jesus walked into their town because they were so busy with their lives and doing their own things. Uh, but everyone can get better at hearing God. Can the band please come up to me? So, uh, now I want to give you a few practical ways in which you can do this. So, five, so for those who like points, I have five practical ways that I'm just going to mention here in a way that you can hear God. Number one is the Word of God. Now, if we as Christians refer to the Word of God, we immediately think the Bible. But Jesus is actually the Word of God. Uh, when, when the world was created, the Word was there. It was created, the world was created through the Word of God, through Jesus. So Jesus is the Word of God. And when Jesus was here on earth preaching, he said he was preaching, Jesus was preaching the Word of God, which was the kingdom of God. He was preaching the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is at, at hand. So God communicates through Jesus, and that communication points back to Jesus. So hearing God's voice begins and ends with Jesus. So Jesus should be at the center. Focus on Jesus. Then secondly, God speaks through Scripture, through the Bible. Um, in 2 Timothy, it says, all Scripture is God-breathed. God speaks mostly to me through the Bible. And that will be, so before you read the Bible, ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal himself to you. There might be scriptures that you've read many times before that all of a sudden jump out at you. Uh, thirdly, your desires. God can speak through your desires. Not always, I mean, some of our desires are not, not that great, good, because we are sinful people. But God has created us with desires. He has created us with a will and a desire for things. And he can speak through that. Uh, like the founding pastors that started this church, Susan and Quentin, they had a desire to come to Sweden and plant a church. And here we are today. 
And then, I mean, there were people, and then we as a church had a desire to reach our community, and that's how City Hearts started. So God puts desires on our hearts as well. So we just need to discern, is this desire from God or is it from us? Fourth, he can speak through prophecy, dreams, and visions. And then the fifth one is a listening prayer. And that's what I want us to do now. Is simply waiting in silence for God. Waiting in prayerfully with a posture of listening to God. And in that time, God might put a scripture on your heart or a song that comes up or allow him to speak to you. And I want us to do that right now, to give God practical space to do that. So without any distractions, focus your attention on God. And Jesus said, those with ears, let them hear. Let us actually do what he tells us to do now. Let us expect him to speak to us now. And like I said, listening is not just passive, it's obedient action as well. So we're going to take a minute of silence now. What is he saying to you today? He wants to say something to you today. What is he saying to you? Lord, I pray that you'll speak. Your servant is listening. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you speak. Thank you that you are the word of life, that you are the fountain of life. And that just one word from you (laughs) is like a bread to us. I pray that you would, now in the time of worship, that you will come and speak to every single one of us. Flood us with your presence, your thoughts for us, and just whatever you want to say to us. Come and say to us, I thank you that you are kind, that you are loving, and that you have just the best in mind for us. In Jesus' name.